Orgasmagas, and welcome to, I guess you could say, the first episode of That's Orgasmic. My name is Emily Duncan, and I am the host for anyone new who is joining this season. And for those who have been here before, you might be thinking, what happened to the sealed section? Why are we that orgasmic now? Why would you fix something that isn't broken? And this wasn't an easy decision. This decision involved a very hectic meltdown. However, I'm very proactive when shit hits the fan and quickly made a new podcast name. Now you might be thinking, what do you mean shit hit the fan? What happened, Emily? What's going on? Well, basically, it's literally not too hectic. I'm just being dramatic. But one of the biggest sexologists in Australia rebooted the Sealed Section podcast with Mamma Mia!, Now, I did not want to compete with this. I saw this and my heart sank because I feel like a little fish and that's just like a shark coming and chomping away at my podcast and making it disappear into the depths of the ocean. Now, obviously, that is not what was happening at all. However, I just felt like I couldn't compete with a podcast that is so big with the same name. I kind of want my own little pedestal to stand on, I guess you could say, and I didn't want to be lost amongst it I didn't want to lose people listening to mine because they type it in wrong because I obviously spelt mine different and I also didn't want to become a sexologist and have the same podcast name as another sexologist like I kind of felt like I was copying so I kind of thought fuck it new name like obviously I could have kept it but I thought you know what I had been thinking for a little while I felt like the sealed section was limiting me I had made it this educational platform which I loved breaking down stigma and discrimination about all things sex exactly what I still want this podcast to be but I want to have more fun and I want to talk about things outside of just sex and I feel like that's orgasmic is a sexual name but it's not explicitly sex I can talk about things that are orgasmic you know what's orgasmic in your life And like we can talk about things that are orgasmic within our lives or not so orgasmic in our lives and we're not, I'm just not limited anymore and I feel I can have more fun and bring more entertainment to you all. So this season is going to be amazing. Now the first like six episodes I had already pre-recorded before the brand name change. So you might hear the sealed section name still for the first few episodes. Also, the vibe is still very much sealed section in those episodes and I want to bring a new vibe to That's Orgasmic because we're moving up in the world. We're working on ourselves and we're working on this podcast and we're only going up. So please also tell me, I'd love to know your feedback. What do you think of the new name? What do you think of the brand? Also, before I keep going on, now I don't know about you shaggers, but I think that that's orgasmic deserves to be in the charts so if you just could all please just like pause the episode for a minute and leave a review on apple Podcasts, i would appreciate that so so much but for today shaggers i want to give you a little update i want to give you an update on the dating life give you the download when we left off the last when we finished the last season my uh sex life was non-existent if anyone listened to the Dating Life of a Dirty Sex podcast, you realise it didn't exist. I had a few dates, but I wasn't actually having sex and my life was really fucking boring. So that led me to delete all my dating apps and to decide, basically, I was going to become celibate. Uh, It lasted about a week uh, because it's like the universe blesses you. You know when you're like, okay, 
I am not going to have sex anymore. They give you all these people on a platter. I don't want a boyfriend. Here's your boyfriend. I don't want this. Here it is. It's just like the way the universe works. And I deleted everything. And I decided that I was just going to work on myself for the rest of the year and become like the best person ever. Anyway, so the universe was like, okay, Emily, we've got you. Here's your ex. Here's some hash rash. And here's a country boy that's going to use you like a pocket pussy. And I was blessed. Now for this episode, we're going to delve into the pocket pussy. Yes, I don't know about you guys, but there is nothing more riveting, nothing more thrilling, empowering than knowing that you're a pocket pussy. So I decided to go out one night, uh, very spontaneously, I was literally just dropping the girls out because I wasn't going to go and I thought, fuck it, I'll walk in the pub, walked in, I didn't leave for like three hours and when I left, I had a man on my arm and we're like, you know when you like sit down with someone, you're like just so compatible because it was like he goes to VNS's I go to VNS's he owns an Akubra I own an Akubra he lived on a bit of land growing up I lived on land growing up like crazy like meant to be and like the part that like just icing on the cake was I was getting slapped in the face with red flags slapped so hard couldn't miss him he was literally bragging about getting in bar fights and I was like when are we going home so many red flags, you're an absolute wanker, when are we going home? And my best friend, she was sitting there, she's like, yeah, he's a 10 out of 10 wanker, he's perfect for you. She's like, I'm going to wingman you. And she decides that by wingmanning me, she's going to interrupt my conversation every minute to two minutes to try and hype me up and like get me on it. And at this point, I turn around, I'm like, girl, um, I'm not prepared. I don't know about you shaggers, but when you go out and you haven't prepared, you're guaranteed to get a root. I had a three-week-old bush going on down there, and normally, that's fine. If I'm pissed, fuck it. I was dead-ass sober, and there was no way I was letting this man down in my jungle. Not a fucking chance. I was like, I, look, I'm all about body positivity, all about embracing body hair. I just have internalized shame, so do not come for me. This is a safe space. I just can't do it yet. I just, I don't know what it is. I think, I do know what it is. It's 21 years of the patriarchy. So I just couldn't do it. I said to her, I can't do it. I was like, I'm sober. Maybe if I was pissed. And she's like, no, you can do this. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? I'm like, of course you don't care because you are the one who has a boyfriend who isn't here and you're pissed and not in this situation. So... She did what any good best friend would do and continued to interrupt my conversation every minute to two minutes so to try and convince me to have sex with this man. However, she was cock-blocking me just as hard as she was trying to wingman me because I couldn't get a fucking word into this guy because she kept interrupting me. Now, fast forward, we leave the pub. We are going home together-ish. Um, we're going to another friend's house, but he wants fags first. So I drive to the servo and he goes in and I have two other mates in the car. One of those is my best friend. And she decides that she's going to fix all my problems, run into the servo and buy me a pack of razors. So my best friend runs in, grabs, goes to buy razors, comes running back out just as fast. They don't have any. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. That's fine. I'm okay with not having sex tonight. I wasn't planning on it. And also, if you're buying me razors right now, that means I have to shave my vagina at my friend's house where there is currently a party going on and everyone 
in the kitchen lounge where they party has full view of the bathroom if that door opens and it does not have a lock and I'm not mentally prepared for that and if I go home with this man I'm not just gonna go have a shower for five minutes and then be like just sit and wait like that's just it's a bit weird so I was like cool I'm not having sex tonight that's fine wasn't planning on it he couldn't buy fags so that means we had to go to the supermarket so my best friend proceeded to carry on about how heavy her period is to try and make an excuse so that she could run into the supermarket and buy me razors pretending she was buying tampons like literally she's sitting in the front to go oh my god my period it's so heavy I'm just bleeding through this tampon like I just I need more tampons oh my god and the other friend is sitting there going yeah I have my period too and it's just this period chat and this man is just in my car probably thinking what the hell took it like a champ though didn't even bat an eyelid so she runs in she's fucking mission raises runs in comes out proud as punch so she gets in my car she has the raises and now I'm thinking fuck how am I gonna do this how am I gonna execute this we get to the house we get to this party there's people everywhere and I'm like not a fucking chance not a fucking chance am I going into that bathroom where the door does not lock there is no it's like a bath shower so there's like no glass so it can't even like fog up so it's not even like people could open it and not see anything because of the fog it's like you, you get a full frontal or full back or whatever whichever whichever way I'm standing so I get pushed in there by my best friend and two of my other friends are in there and I'm like I'm not doing this I'm like I'm not with all you in here and they're like what do you mean we're not leaving so I had to get butt ass naked in front of three of my friends and shave my vagina in front of them and I was literally like sober mind you dead ass fucking sober at like 12 a.m at my friend's house while there's a party going on there's people banging on the door trying to get in so probably a good thing the friend stayed they're taking bloody pictures on their film camera and here is me in the background shaving my fucking vagina with body wash because they didn't have anything to like shave my vagina with you know I did a good deed though took my own razors and here I am I don't know how I did it so quick I did it in like three minutes and like you know when it's long like you need to almost use like like trim it you need to trim it beforehand I couldn't do that so here I am, don't know how I did it, but ass naked, shaved my vagina in my friend's shower while there is a whole party going on and I get the job done. I was honestly pretty proud of myself at this point. I knew I'd reached a new low. However, it was like mission accomplished and I, well basically accomplished, I only had one more thing to do which I thought would be pretty easy to get to. However, that happens we leave record time the girls waiting to go to the toilet not so impressed me however feeling a million bucks we go out and I find this man and here he is in all of his glory chatting up other birds and I was like yep serves me right serves me fucking right cool 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 um I'm just gonna go just go hang out with my freshly shaved vagina that is gonna 100% have a mad rash tomorrow because I've used body wash and I have shaved it in lightning speed I'm just gonna go hang out I was like cool 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 uh awesome anyway so I do what any what I do what anyone would do and I uh chat up his mate he's hot as fuck six foot seven mate I'm five foot two and I was looking up at this man and I was like yep he's the one 
he's the one he was so hot and i was just like yep and i'm such a thing for tall guys and i was also kind of looking like hmm good experiment good experiment would like to know how that one would work five foot two with a six foot seven man how would that happen whereabouts would my head like could i make out with him while being on top probably not like what would happen how would he go fitting in my double bed you know what i mean very interesting so i uh proceed that that route for about an hour nearly two probably um fell in love honestly fell in love and then I found out he had a girlfriend. I was like, ha, classic. That old chestnut. Coo, coo, coo. Glad he told me. Had to find out from someone else. And I was like, fabulous. Uh, all right, what are we going to do? And I look around the room. Mind you, uh, the original man uh, came up and interrupted my conversation with him multiple times, trying to crack back onto me because he realized he had lost me. However, he was still around. And I looked at my friends and we kind of stood back and watched from the side and looked at him and they're like, surely you're going to do it. You've come this far. And I was like, just look at him though. You when you watch someone and you just look at them and you're like, you are genuinely a wanker. Like you just watch the way they act. And I'm like, how do you have friends? I was just watching like, ugh. Anyway, so my best friend took charge and uh, did what any good wingman would do. Any good wingman would do. She strutted her stuff. She walked right up to this man, looked him dead in the eye and said, are you coming home with us? If you come home, you can fuck her and proceeded to point at me. And he looked at her a bit confused. I I think my jaw hit the ground and I stood there and was just like, what, what is happening? How, how, how has my life come to this right now? And he looked at me and said, all right, can I bring my mates? And she's like, no. You cannot bring your mates, but if you're coming home, you can root her and pointed at me again. And I think she said that about four times that if he came home with us, he could have sex with me. And what did I do? I stood there in silence. I said nothing and was just like, this, is this happening? Is this really happening right now? Has my life come to this new low? Have I just reached another new low? Because not only have I shaved my vagina sober at a house party for this man, I have now had my friend go and raffle, sell me, sell me off, sell me off to him, offer me up. (laughs) And he did what any good man would do. And he said yes, even though his mates couldn't come, he still wanted to come over. So at this point, I don't even know if I've really said anything to him, to be honest. And I ran up the girls and him, chuck him in the back and we go home. Now we get back here and things get hot and heavy for about two minutes classic uh no foreplay amazing but makes a comment like aren't you gonna go down on me and I'm like aren't you gonna go down on me honey it's two-way street it's a two-way fucking street and it was literally like the ultimate pocket pussy experience I was like I am a pocket pussy right now I love that love that for me I don't know about you shaggers any of you out there uh who have experienced this it's fun fun time makes you love love men um anyway but it's fine because let's be real if they're using you as a pocket pussy it's only gonna be for about 30 seconds now hats off to this man though he did do one thing that i have never ever had a man do in their in my sexual experiences before we got down and dirty he said to me have you had an sti test and i was like in shock i was like yeah, I have. 
thanks for asking. I was like, oh my god, this man cares about his sexual health. Who would have fucking thought? It's, it's never the country boys either. They never take care of their sexual health. Their biggest, fears, their biggest fear is chlamydia and bloody herpes, but they won't dare put a condom on. Won't dare. So I was a bit taken back, wasn't, but wasn't mad about it. I was like, okay, cool, cool. However, he doesn't like using condoms. I was like, haha, classic classic uh he said yeah i just don't really see the point in using condoms if you're getting tested and i was like excuse me what do you what do you mean you don't see the point in condoms if you're regularly getting tested you could still get an sti you'll just get tested and find out you have an sti like yeah you might not have given it to someone else but you still got it yourself also he's terrified of hsv because at the end he was like you don't get cops do you and i was like no, I don't. And he's like, you're just saying that, aren't you? Like, you do. And I was like, no, like, I, I actually don't. Like, I might carry it, but I've never had any symptoms. So, like, I, to my knowledge, I don't have it. So then he had a little bit of a freak out because he thought I was lying, um, which is interesting for someone who doesn't like to use condoms considering they don't test for HSV in our general STI testing. So you'd think if he was so concerned, he'd be using a condom. However, I gather he does not know that information. Now, I see on the cake, just to top the night off, as he is leaving, he sees my box of condoms and he takes that as she's a slut. So he sees the box of condoms and he goes, Jesus, you must get around. And I was like, excuse me? He's like, what do you need a whole box of condoms for? And I was like, because I practice safe sex. I was literally like, well, I've got to practice what I preach. And mind you, that box of condoms is practically fucking full. It's practically full. Do you know why? Because I don't have sex. I don't have sex. And that's why I have a full box of condoms. And you know what? He's not even the first. I had one after that. So I had the exact same thing. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why does a box of condoms? Why are you so threatening about like, it's not the little box. It's like, the jumbo, obviously, more cost effective. <laughs> so I have like, I don't know, it'd have to be at least 30 condoms in there, if not more. Apparently that's really intimidating. Guys don't want to see it. And here I have it on my desk, flaunted in front of everyone, because obviously I like to practice safe sex. However, apparently that equals being a slut. <laughs> Fun. Love that. Love that for us. Now, about a month after this, I found out that Pash Rash is a legitimate thing that is literally like carpet burn on your face. I thought it was literally like a fictional thing that's on Catherine Kim. Like, you know, Sharon, she's always covered in Pash Rash. I did never once think that that would be me. Now, I have this man come over, different one, and everything goes well apart from the fact that he talked about his ex for the first 20 minutes and like had a little mini date with my housemate before it it was like fine but he had like freshly shaved so he looked like he had a completely clean shaven face but it must have been like just I don't know it was like super rough but there was nothing there so he must it must just be either the like way he shaves the razor he uses or just his hair I don't know so I get blind I have a bottle of champagne four shots of tequila because I didn't think that we were going to be drinking together so I was like okay shit I'm so nervous four shots of tequila logical only thing to do then he proceeds to come over and turns out he wants to drink so then I drink a whole bottle of champagne now I don't know if 
I ate his face off, he ate my face off, if our faces just weren't compatible with his shaving situation that was going on. But after we had sex, I felt my chin because it literally felt like I had slower on my chin. And I was like, what is that? And I like felt my chin and I was like, what the hell? And I was like, is that blood? Like what, what? I'm like, have I got cash rash and it isn't leaking right now? Like, is this what's happening? And I literally kept feeling it. I couldn't like, I could not work out what was going on. And I keep dabbing at it and it keeps coming back and I'm like holy shit I have fucking patch rash right now and it's leaking I think it's bleeding all over my fucking face so I do what anyone else would do and I go to sleep and I wake up and I continue to do what anyone else would do and I have sex again and I make out with this man again like buckets in the dark and then afterwards I feel my chin because it hurts like it hurts right now And it is once again leaking. So he leaves and I put on the light, pull out my fucking phone camera and I look at myself and I have a whole layer of skin taken off my chin that is leaking yellow. Like yellow shit is coming out of my chin. It was literally like carpet burn. If anyone's ever had carpet burn, I took a whole layer of skin off my chin. A whole layer. And I was horrified. I had work that afternoon work thank god we have to wear masks because i was horrified also terrified because if i have to wear a mask what if i it gets infected because masks are disgusting and i was like oh horrified and then i had so much shame around it i couldn't even bring myself to send this man a snapchat because i was snapchatting him and i was like "Mm mm-mm tap out also massive bruise on my lip I had a hickey on my lip all the blood vessels burst it's like how is this possible I did not know that was even a thing because I was like he didn't bite it I was like how that happened but he literally sucked on it and gave me a hickey on my lip so I look like I had literally face planted outside look like I'd gone to the skate park and came off my skateboard and face planted horrific so horrific so embarrassing and I was like of course Everything was pretty normal, apart from knowing every detail about him and his ex's life and why they broke up. Everything was normal. And here I am with Pash Rash, mind you, still on my face, kind of scared it's got a scar, makeup sticks to it, hands sticks to it, it will not go away, and it's pretty freaking horrific, and I do not recommend it. I do not recommend Pash Rash to anyone. For anyone who's experienced it, I am sorry for you. I am sorry that you had to go through that because it is horrific. I must admit, I've never seen anyone have pash rash as bad as the case that I had. However, please, if you have had pash rash, reach out to me. I want to see it. Send me the photos. I want to know that I'm not the only one who has had pash rash as bad as what I had it because it was literally horrific. Now, shaggers, if you want to keep up to date with my life outside of this podcast, if you want to see the pash rash and everything that goes wrong in my life, Go follow my Instagram. It's got a new name. It's That's Orgasmic. And I'll keep you very entertained. Now, if you want to reach out to me, if you have any comments or questions, um, please do so through my Instagram, That's Orgasmic. And also, if you haven't done it already, now's the perfect time to go and leave that review on Apple Podcasts. So I hope you enjoyed this first episode of the new season, Shaggers. We have a whole lot of new, fun, 
and exciting stuff coming. We're talking about non-monogamy, religion and sex, sexual empowerment, periods, men's sexuality, a whole heap of things, which I'm so, so excited to be bringing to you. So thank you, Shaggers, and I will see you next week. <gasps>